Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nearby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. I'm Nearby on Twitter, I'm Nearby on Instagram, I'm also Nearby in front of a laptop recording this episode first. Oh, wait, yeah, let's do that again. It's Nearby, SteelGrapeJuice.com, blah, blah, blah. I'm Nearby on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also Nearby recording a better intro for the very first episode of Bayside Buddy, a Saved by the Bell co- uh, podcast. I was going to say contest. Well, I'm just so pumped. About the very first episode of Saved by the Bell Season 1, unfortunately, my Saved by the Bell DVD box set does not have Miss Bliss's class, so we will not be reviewing those. If you got a problem with that, you can just leave, but tell everybody about Bayside Buddy anyway, which is available at uh, SerialAndGrapeJuice.com, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify, yeah, tell people about it. But uh, before we begin, just want to say... Uh, if uh, we're going to be going through all seasons, all five seasons, one to five, maybe even the Saved by the Bell movies, which also are a part of this this DVD box set, and I've never actually watched, from what I remember. So if, if there's enough fanfare, then perhaps I will. But yeah, and uh, yeah, I've got the, the DVD box set. And if you're also a fan of old school Degrassi, I'm talking Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High, go to SerialGrapeJuice.com, yay, and check out Degrassi Buddy. There's 25 episodes in which we review and recap every episode from the beginning of Degrassi Junior High all the way to the School's Out movie. And uh, and then and then an epilogue to make it 25 episodes. So 25 glorious episodes of Degrassi Buddy available now at SerialGrapeJuice.com, also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, and wherever fine books about books are sold. Anyway, we're now going to move on to Bayside High. As another show that I watched as a teenager back in the day. My, my 14, 15 year oldish days. Was Saved by the Bell. I remember being on every Saturday. That's when I watched it. Every Saturday, I think, on TBS. Uh, and there was uh, two episodes in a row. And then that went into syndication. Uh, every Saturday morning, I'd get home from a, after a night shift. And TBS would have two episodes of Saved by the Bell at 7 or 8 a.m. in a row. And I, I would just watch those and then, yeah, chill. Because I was a big fan of the show. Zach, Kelly, Slater, all of them. Uh, didn't care for um, uh, the, the new class and stuff. And apparently there was another Saved by the Bell thing uh, uh, from, t- from recently. But no, I'm old school. Even though there's no Miss Bliss's class. But I did see the Miss Bliss episodes. TBS did air those back in the day. So I have seen those. But unfortunately, they're not a part of my set. And we're not going to review those. Damn it. Because uh, it was all about Miss Bliss. It wasn't more. It, it wasn't about everybody else so much. You know what I mean? So anyway, we're going to start with... See, uh, what's, it, what's it called again? <laughs> no, the Saved by the Bell. Season 1, Episode 1. This one was called Dancing to the Max. Air date, August 20th. 1989, 31 years ago, and this show is still in syndication somewhere, I'm sure, even though I don't have that cable in 10 years. I'm sure there's probably, hell, P- TBS is probably still airing it. But for this episode of Bayside Buddy, SerialAndGrapeJuice.com, it, a, uh, Saved by the Bell, a Saved by the Bell podcast, I keep trying not to say Degrassi. I spent 25 episodes saying Degrassi, so I'm going to take some getting used to saying Saved by the Bell. Zach and Kelly, not Joey and Caitlin. There's probably people out there who are thinking, who the hell are Joey and Caitlin? Why don't you get cultured, you uncultured slime? But anyway, I'm, for now, for this episode at least, I'm, I'm relying heavily on the Saved by the Bell Wicca. Even though I did watch these two episodes we're going to recap today, 
I'm just so busy with the website and streaming. I'm also on Twitch. Never do check me out if you're a gamer. And other stuff that, okay, it was a busy week. So for now, for this episode, we're going to rely heavily on the Say by the Bell Wicca. Wiki. Yeah, anyway. We start off Dancing to the Max, the title of this episode. We're at the Max, which is the local hangout for all the kids. You know, everybody remembers the Max. And uh, Max himself, uh, the a bunch of kids, they're all dancing, they're eating. It's basically a classic diner for uh, for kids. Remember the old '50s show or '50s movies? They'd have the diners with the jukeboxes. Well, th- that this was the nine early '90s version for the kids, man, and, and it was a great place. I mean, they they were, they were even dancing. All the mullets were <laughs> seriously. Oh my god, the early nine. This was in '89, but the, this the mullets were starting to just shoehorn their way into society. The mullets. Oh, and the acid washed jeans. And the, oh, anyway. Anyway, the bunch of mullets are dancing with girls on the, in the Max while others are eating. Max unplugs the jukebox. And the kids are not happy about this. But Max, uh, he tells everybody via his magic tricks. This is the Max who did all the magic tricks. He, pull, he does the thing with his hand and then he, he pulls out a piece of paper and he reads it. And he tells the, all of the mullets that Casey Kasem is heading to town to film his show Dance Party. And he's going to film it with the students of Bayside. And right away, Zach and A.C. Slater, they're both pumped as they want to pair up with Kelly Kapowski as their partner at the dance. But uh, there's a little competition early going on between these two. And Slater doesn't think... Slater decides to basically challenge Zach to a little dance-off, you know? Because, hey, who's, who are you going to pick, Kelly? Watch me, says Slater with his dimples and his sweatpants and his freaking... Uh, that shirt to show off his muscles. Yeah, dudes like me didn't like Slater when he did that because it made us look bad. But Slater goes and he starts... He says, uh, check it out, everybody. So he just shoes everybody aside. And he just gets ready. And he starts to do his dance. And obviously, uh, Mario Lopez is obviously a trained dancer. Okay, obviously. The dude's very good. Except for the little little moves he does at the beginning of his little routine with his hands. He looks stupid. But then he goes and dances, and he does very well. So he does very well, and he says, okay, preppy. You know, a.k.a. Zach. Tells Zach to give it a shot. And Zach, uh, he uh, basically says, I don't, why should I have to, man? I'm gonna, I'll whoop your ass. Zach in his hair. Remember Zach's hair? Zach's uh, Mark Paul Glossier or whatever God would yeah Mark Mark Morris Zach Morris his hair like there's no doubt in my mind that I'm not I don't know about hairspray and hair, how I got a buzz cut and I've had a buzz cut for 12 years I do my own hair via a friggin electric clipper for the, since 2012 and not and even before that I really knew nothing about hair products but you can't tell me that Zach's hair in in the entire run, from what I remember of Say by the Bell, is not just caked with hairspray to make it just stay in place all perfect like that. I remember back in the day, I wanted to get my hair like that, but it never worked. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. But anyway, Zach and his hair and his acid washed jeans, they just they just refused to go up against Slater. And then, uh, yeah, but then this one, then this one boy, he asks uh, uh, Jesse if she'd like to. Uh, uh, be his partner at the dance-off. Jesse's sitting down in a booth. She gets a big smile on her face. She stands up and she's ready to say yes until she she just suddenly changes her mind and says, you know, she can't. Sorry. 
And then this boy, whose name is Danny, says that, okay, how about we just skip the dancing and just get to kissing? And Jesse just pick, tells him to take a freaking hike, loser. <laughs> and he does take a hike. And uh, But Zach overheard this, and he digs the idea. And we get the very first breaking of the fourth wall monologue of Zach Morris as he thinks that Danny has the right idea. Because Zach wants to, uh, he wants to dance with Kelly. We then cut to the girls' locker room. Jesse, Lisa, Kelly are in there. Jesse's standing on a scale, and she's freaking out. And the girls are wondering what the heck she's freaking out about. And Jesse's freaking out because she's grown a whole inch since lunchtime. <laughs> so Jesse's got a problem being tall. <laughs> and the girls tell her to just like calm down, and they make a couple tall jokes about it. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> I grew a whole inch. <laughs> anyway, they're they're done. They're trying to. Jesse just can't calm down. We then go to band class, and uh, the band teacher he's got he's got you know the, the the conductor stick, and this stick is probably two times longer than the traditional conductor stick of a band or a or an orchestra. And they he tells the the class to get ready. Slater's on the drums. Mario Lopez is obviously also a legit drum player from what I remember throughout the series every now and then he would appear on the drums and he'd be really freaking good at it so Mary Lopez with his freaking muscles and his freaking dimples and his freaking dances and his freaking drum talents can go eat uh go go shut up with your perfection anyway he's on the drums Zach is on the trombone Yes, yes, trombone. Uh, Kelly and uh, Kelly, I think, was on the no. Ch- Kelly was on the cello. Lisa was on the violin. Uh, Jesse was on a flute, and Screech was on piano. And then there was also a bunch of backup nothing kids. So the music teacher tells them to start playing um, Bach. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but it was that one. So the class starts playing it, and they're playing like just garbage. They suck. But the teacher's just loving it, and I was watching this today, and I was just, oh, my God. Because I live in Toronto. I've been to many Toronto Symphony Orchestra shows, and they're amazing. If you've never been to a full orchestra show, you got to check it out. Like the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, they've done movies in concert where they, an entire movie plays on a big screen, and then in the in on the stage, the orchestra, a full orchestra, performs the score. I saw Star Wars this way, Lord of the Rings, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and a bunch of others. It's just amazing. If you've never seen a live full symphony orchestra perform, you got to check it out because <laughs> a full live orchestra. This class was not, but the teacher acted as it acted as if it was great. So while they're playing terribly, the teacher then leaves real quickly. Slater then bangs his drumsticks together, and they start playing really quick and really awesomely all of a sudden. And uh, Slater then, uh, he tells Zach, oh no, Screech tells uh, Zach, hey Zach, why don't you you show Kelly your dance moves now? And Slater says, yeah, go ahead, Preppy, you know, show us your moves. And Zach is just apprehensive still. And then the teacher enters, comes back into the room, and they start playing like shit again. <laughs> but he's loving it. <laughs> they continue to play like crap, and then the teacher's still loving it. With his big, long stick, he leaves the room again, and they suddenly start playing very well and quick again, the up the tempo. And then uh, Jessie puts down her, her flute, and she gets up, she starts dancing, and she's really good at it. 
And then this mullet gets up <laughs> and he starts dancing with her, or sorry, him and his mullet, they start dancing with Jesse. And Jesse gets one look at him, realizes that she just towers over the kid and she just stops dancing and sits back down. And then that forces the mullet and his body to sit down, back down as well. And then the teacher re-enters the room and the class starts playing garbage again. Teacher's loving it. But then just the class just starts playing better and better and quicker and quicker. And the teacher can't keep up with them until finally he wears everybody out or they wear him out. And that's the end of that number as uh, Jesse. Uh, there's nothing wrong with tall, the, the tall females, man. Nothing wrong with them at all. Jesse was, I think I crushed on all the, the, the female characters of Saved by the Bell back in the day. Jesse was one of them. I love the hair, man. Yeah. Anyway, we then go to, uh, we're in Jesse's room and Zach has obviously snuck in. Zach uh, becomes no, no, notorious for just, not, I wouldn't call it sneaking, but just entering. Well, what else would you call it? He shows up at her bedroom window and enters. So, so but he does the, he does this a lot throughout the series every now and then anyway. And Jesse uh, is, uh, you know, what's up, Zach? And Zach confesses, confesses to Jesse that he can't dance. And he tells her that he just didn't want Slater to win the contest with Kelly. Because Zach is, he's envious of Slater's freaking dimples and his freaking muscles and his... If there's one thing bad I can say about Slater, it's that friggin' Brillo pad hair. <laughs> yeah, Zach's definitely got way better hair. <sighs> anyway... Zach doesn't want Slater to win the contest with Kelly. So he said that he wanted to dance with Kelly so Slater and her wouldn't be together. Zach begs Jesse to teach him to dance. And she says that she will. But she has to see Zach's moves first. <laughs> so Zach... <laughs> Zach shows her some moves. And it's basically just some... some it's basically something that I would do. <laughs> just side... You know, side... You see, white dudes, for the most part, us us crazy Caucasian dudes, we don't dance. We 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 like we exercise. <laughs> That's pretty much what we do. We don't dance. And, and Zach was doing just he was half ass doing aerobics. Jesse just doesn't like what she saw. She recommends that Zach uh, try Screech as a partner instead. <laughs> and we get a commercial break. get hold of the Nintendo Entertainment System. When you master Rob the Video Robot and meet the challenge of Gyromite. When you shoot the light-sensing Zapper. When you play the system with the most arcade hits. You're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. I remember those old school commercials, man. Back in the day, back in the day when, when you would actually get toys or whatever in the cereal boxes. Now they don't even do that. Now you have to, they come with uh, things you have to fill out and you have to mail in and then get something. Even if, if that, but oh, back in the day, man, when they would just put gummy bears or little plastic toys in little bags in your cereal box. That was, and they'd be at the very bottom. Wasn't it awesome? Anyway, there's going to be many, many more classic 80s and 90s commercials in these episodes of Bayside Buddies. You know, GravyStuck.com. Anyway, after that awesome commercial break, we see Mr. Belding in his office. And there's a knock on his door. And walking in, in his Huxtable sweater, <laughs> is none other than legendary Casey Kasem. 
of uh, of radio disc jockey fame. And when I say Huxtable Sweater, I mean for those who used to watch the old school Cosby show. I mean, it may not be very cool to bring up the Cosby show, but hey, I'm a big fan of that show. Maybe, maybe after Bayside Buddy, I'll do Cosby Buddy, okay? Because it's a great show. Theo and Denise and Claire and Cliff, they're all awesome. But yeah, he... Casey Kasem with his Huxtable sweater. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Casey Kasem and his sweater walk in and they greet Mr. Belding. And uh, Belding, he want he he has uh, something to ask of Belding. And Belding assumes that Casey Kasem wants him to to co-DJ the dance with him and or the dance off. And Casey just looks at him like, oh, yeah, that's not it. And then Belding says oh, you must, that you must have heard that I was a uh, or or did you know that I used to be called the Big Bopper. And then Belding does a twist, and he's actually really good at it. Not that the twist is a hard dance to do, but Belding's old. But he, he was able to do this very well. As Casey Kasem in his shirt or his sweater just sit there looking in just awe. <laughs> Kasem then tells Belding that he just wants to borrow a school banner to hang at the max during the dance-off. But uh, Belding says, sure. He st- still tries to shoehorn himself into, the, uh, <laughs> into being some part of the competition. But uh, Casey says no thanks in his classic KTC Kasem voice. And Belding tells him that they don't have he doesn't have a banner on him yet, but he will have one delivered to him at the max. We then cut to the hallway of school, Bayside. Bayside, buddy. Screech comes down the stairs. He's got a top hat. He's wearing the classic shirt that has the tuxedo design on the front. You know, paying homage to Joey Jeremiah. That's right, Degrassi, buddy, available on CerealGrapes.com. And he's got a doll with him. And he tells Lisa that he and her, they could be dance partners. And Screech says, and and he says that this could be you, Lisa. As he does a few little moves with the doll. As Lisa looks on, she's got a big smile on her face and she's laughing. And then Screech asks her if she wants to be his dance partner. But Lisa turns him down. Well, she didn't so much turn him down. Some other, some other, some douche. Probably an acid wash. Shows up and he says, too bad, Screech. She's going to be my partner. His douche named Byron. And Lucy, Lucy. See, Degrassi. Lisa. It's going to take some getting used to. Sorry, everybody. Lucy's a Degrassi character for those who don't remember. Who don't know. Lisa tells Screech, or she apologizes to him, saying that Byron asked her first. Poor Screech and his doll are crushed. Ah, yeah. We then cut back to Jesse's house. And she's teaching Zach how to dance. And Zach has, um, well, according to, to Say by the Bell Wicca, uh, quote, Zach is good about it, about dancing now because of Jesse. Well, you go back and watch this. <laughs> I don't know how good he was. Zach was more like a prop. Jesse was literally dancing around him while Zach was, uh, he was a prop. He was holding her up, basically. He was keeping her balanced. But, but Wicca, all right, anyway, anyway, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Zach was, he, 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 he he could, he could have had a coat hanger. You know what I mean? Like one of those big wooden long coat hangers could have danced with Jesse. Anyway, Jesse tells Zach, uh, the truth about why she's not going to go dance, that she doesn't want to be a part of the dance off. She tells him that she doesn't want to enter because, because she's just taller than all the boys. And, and, she, and then she has a, a little daydream about it. Would you like to dance with me? I can't. I'm bigger than you. And I'm still growing at this very moment. 
Too bad. Maybe I should have asked ten minutes ago. Hey, Jesse, let's dance. I'm too big for you. I'm too big for everyone. Jesse, is that you up there? Yes, it's me. You don't want to dance with me, do you? I can't. Everybody will laugh at us. After the daydream, which was great. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, there's nothing wrong with the tall ladies, man. Just saying, but that, that was that was <laughs> the way she just kept growing, and all those mullets one at a time <laughs> came and asked her to. Oh boy. Anyway, after the daydream, Jesse says that Zach doesn't understand what it's like to be a freak because she's taller than all the boys. Zach, Zach then tells uh, Jesse that. There's lots of boys taller than Jesse and Jelly. Je- Jelly. Jesse asks him, you know, to just name one. And Zach thinks for a second and he names Kareem Abdul Jabbar, a <laughs> legendary basketball player. <laughs> and then we get another commercial break. This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machine. Each one has dramatic details, terrific trim, precision paint jobs, plus incredible Micro Machine pocket play sets. There's a police station, fire station, restaurant, service station, and more. Perfect pocket portables to take any place. And there are many miniature play sets to play with, and each one comes with its own special edition Micro Machine vehicle and fun, fantastic features that miraculously move. Raise the boat lift at the airport marina, man the gun turret at the army base, clean your car at the car wash, raise the toll bridge. And these play sets fit together to form a Micro Machine world. Micro Machine pocket play sets, so tremendously tiny, so perfectly precise, so dazzlingly detailed, you'll want to pocket them all. Micro Machines are Micro Machine pocket play sets sold separately from Galoob. The smaller they are, the better they are. After the commercial break, Slater and Screech are in the boys' locker room. Screech is obsessing over Lisa. He tells Slater that he's been just obsessed for Lisa since kindergarten. Screech sits down on a bench, and he's just sad. Slater sits down next to him to comfort him. Tells He basically says, there, there, Screech. He puts his arm around on his shoulder to give him a little more comfort. Slater looks off to the side. Another student enters the room and Slater slides away. (laughs) And (laughs) Screech falls over. A classic scene that would appear in a lot of the commercial montages. (laughs) Slater just moving away and just tying up his shoe. (laughs) Oh man, I love it. Anyway, later, Zack knocks on Jesse's door. And Jesse's surprised to see him because he usually just comes in through the window. (laughs) And they have their final dance lesson. And Zack... Uh, according to Saved by the Bell Wicca, has become a good dancer in three days. <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, I used to watch that show Dancing with the Stars years ago, and I remember uh, Tucker Carlson was a contestant on a season, right? I'm sure a lot of you are booing Tucker, but he was a contestant once, and um, he was terrible. <laughs> And he and his partner did a dance where he spent like the first half of the dance Tucker did sitting in a chair while his partner, his, the professional, danced around him. That could have been Zach. He could have sat in a chair. <laughs> he's not a good dancer. He's terrible. He's half a, Even when he's trying to do the little steppy moves, when Jesse does it, she's like animated. She's into it. When Zach does it, it's like he's... He doesn't want to be totally bad, but he doesn't want to... He's, just, he's, he's, he's also shy at the same time. Ah, Codehanger Morris. Anyway, we then go back to the school. Lisa has sprained her ankle because she kicked the television when she found out that her, her, that, uh, uh, what the hell was the name? It was a brand name. A brand name, uh, makeup place was discontinuing her favorite nail polish. 
So, in anger, she kicked the TV set and sprained her ankle. And it means that she might not be able to compete in the dance contest. And that's when her douchebag partner, Byron, shows up. He asks her, what's up? And Lisa says that, uh, you know, had to kick the TV. They're, uh, discontinuing my nail polish. But, uh, I could probably still dance. You know, there might be a chance. And douchebag Byron says that he can't take that chance. He tells Lisa that he's going to have to go with his backup. You know, and then Zach and Zach and Slater threaten to kick Byron's dumb ass. Screech, Screech then also kick, threatens to kick his dumb ass and pushes Slater in front of himself. And he says, hold me back, Slater. <laughs> Screech was very over the top comedically character, a comedic character in, in the Saved by the Bell universe. But he had, he did have his very funny moments, and when he did that, you know, hold me back, Slater, <laughs> uh, was great. <sighs> anyway, Byron's gone. But then Kelly wants to have the dance off right there in the hallway. She has this little yellow radio, you know, the radios, man, back in the day, nice and yellow, <laughs> with a tape deck. <laughs> And she wants to have the dance-off between Zack and Slater right there. See who she's going to pick as her partner. As she brushes her hair back. And Jesse's standing behind Kelly. Imitating Kelly in front of Zack. Brushes her hair back. Zack smiles. And he tells Kelly to just go dance with Slater. And Zack is going to dance with Jesse. Jesse's a little shocked at this. But she's fine. Kelly accepts. And uh... It's just game on, baby. Game on. It's going to be Zach and uh, Jesse, Kelly and Slater, and uh, who knows who else. I guess we'll see right now. Anyways, at the max, we're ready for the dance contest. We've got a bunch of mullets gathered. <laughs> mullets and acid wash. Uh, max, uh, the magician guy, introduces Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem comes in. He introduces Mr. Belding. As uh, well, he over he basically uh, tries very hard to get to get Mister Belding over. Not that he needs to try hard. Everybody loves Mister Belding, man. Dennis Haskins, great character. Ah, he did a great job playing Mister Belding. Ah, and it's time for the contest to begin. And that's when we go directly to the three finalists. <laughs> well, there's only so much time, you know, twenty four minutes, twenty two minutes in a thirty minute show. We go directly to the three finalists. They are. First up is Slater and Kelly. They can't, I think they were called the Spandex Twins. So they do their little quick little dance routine, and it's very good. Slater, obviously. Kelly, obviously, very good at dance. He probably took dance class as a kid. Slater did as well, you can tell. They do a decent job. Well, they do a very good job. They And then they do the la, the, the applause meter. Uh, Max has that hat with the, the hands at the top. He pulls the string, and they applaud. And he obviously judges based on the audience reaction, and he gives the... The Spandex Twins, a 95 out of 100. Next, it's time for Zach and uh, Jesse. They were called the the Dancing Preppies or something. They come out. Zach stands there and Jesse dances around him, basically. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Zach tries to do a move here and there. <laughs> anyway, they're done. Thank God. <laughs> and, uh... The honest reaction, Zach gets a zero, Jesse Jesse gets a 90. <laughs> That's right, Jesse got a 90, Zach got a zero. 
which means that uh, Ace set that that uh, Slater and Kelly are ahead, ninety-five to ninety. And then it's time f- for the third and final couple. It's Lisa and Screech, <sighs> and they come out, and Lisa's hopping around on one foot with the other foot in the air and covered in a bandage. Screech is hopping around as well, and he's actually doing a lot more than Zach did, <laughs> for real. <laughs> So they do their little dance, which is called the sprain. They do a little twist, which ends with Lisa kicking Screech in the butt. And uh, everybody claps. And then Zach, uh, Jesse, Kelly, and Slater, they all encourage the audience to cheer the loudest. You know, a big charity cheer. This is called pity, pity, a big bunch of charity clapping. And as a result, Screech and Lisa win with the dance they call the sprain. They get a hundred. Well, I was gonna say Lisa got a hundred. No, no. They, uh, they, courtesy of charity, charity applause. They won the competition when it clearly should have been uh, Slater and Kelly. But you gotta have that feel good moment. Moment. So Screech and Lisa are the champions. Casey Kasem announces them as the champions of the world. Casey Kasem then encourages all the mullets and all the acid boss jeans. And uh, all the coat hangers, Zach, to start doing the sprain together. Everybody in the max does the sprain, and we get the credits. And that was the very first episode of Saved by the Bell, Dancing to the Max. Oh, Zach, you can't dance for shit, dude. <laughs> Seriously, and there's nothing wrong with the tall ladies. I'm tall. Yeah, I'm six one. Okay, and single. I would totally, have, I would totally dig a a, a lady my height. I like to refer to as kissable height instead of kind of like bending at the waist and putting my back out. I'm not, I'm not exactly young anymore. <sighs> Jesse. Anyway, we then go to season one, episode two of Saved by the Bell. This one called the Lisa card <laughs> air date, August 28th, 1989. This was a, I think this was a Sunday actually. Because uh, August 29th, 1989 was SummerSlam 89 for you wrestling fans. And uh, SummerSlam back then always aired, happened on a Monday. So this might have been on a Sunday. You know, let me check real quick. All right, I guess I'm wrong. August the 28th was a Monday. August the 29th was SummerSlam. Sorry if I'm getting off, off veering off. August the, August the 29th, 1989 was SummerSlam, right? Let me see. Uh, let me look it up. Google WWF Summer Slam. Sorry. 89. Because I watched it on closed circuit at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. August 28th? Okay. All right. So this aired the same day I went and saw SummerSlam on live closed circuit TV at Maple Leaf Gardens on a Sunday. Right? Right? Let me just double check and make sure. Sorry, everybody. Right? No, it was a Monday. So yeah, the 28th was a Monday. So this show apparently originally aired on Mondays. Well, I remember watching it on Saturdays, Saturday mornings, along with um, Pee-wee's Playhouse and uh, uh, whatever else. But I mainly remember Pee-wee's Playhouse, Saved by the Bells, what I watched on Saturday mornings back in that day. That's right. When I was 14 going on 15, I watched shows like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Deal with it. Anyway, we start the Lisa Card episode at the max... And Zach is there, breaking the fourth wall to all of us. He's talking. I, I, I like these segments that Zach always did in the Saved by the Bell universe when he talked to the audience. And sometimes he would just pause life and talk to everybody. 
I thought it was great, man. It was very unique. I don't remember. I don't think I don't remember any other show ever doing that. So anyway, we start with Zach, and he's at the max. He says it's report card day at Bayside High, and Zach tells us that uh, Jesse got all A's, so her parents bought her flowers. All right, Kelly got all B's, and her parents bought her an ice cream. Okay, <laughs> Lisa, he says, made the honor roll, so her father gave him her his credit card to go buy her to, to go buy something nice for herself. Zach then sits down with the gang at a booth, and they haven't seen Lisa yet, and they're dying to see her new outfit. Well, at least the girls are. <laughs> anyway, and but but Screech is as well because Screech is digging on Lisa. Screech just dug on Lisa for I think, probably even in from what I remember Miss Bliss's class. So yeah. Anyway, Max, the magician, owner of the Max, comes out. He brings everybody their food with it on on a cart, and he says. That uh, he says something about magic, and uh, they ask Max, you know, so so where's the magic? And Max then opens the curtain where the cart is, and out pops Lisa. She's wearing this lime green matching outfit with green thing in her hair, and it's like a three piece. And the gang, as Wicca calls it, they add up. They add, they want to they want to know, hey, how much how much did you pay for this on your dad's credit card? And after uh, doing adding everything up, the the thing in the hair, the jacket, the boots, the skirt, uh, she probably bought accessories. Uh, it, it all came to three hundred and eighty six dollars because <laughs> she also needed some man eater perfume. <laughs> the others are not happy about this. They're thinking like, "What the? Uh, yeah, that's not cool, Lisa. I mean, how old is Lisa in this episode? Like four, the character, like fourteen, fifteen. $386. I mean, I know it's California. It's supposed to be in California, right? But come on, man. Come on, yo. Anyway. Everybody encourages Lisa to just keep one thing and take everything back. Because she's just going to get in deep, deep crap with her dad. Once he finds out that he's, that, she, that Lisa's, uh, yeah, $400 almost on the credit card. But it turns out that the store would not let Lisa take the stuff back. As we later find out. When uh, Zach and uh, Jesse and Kelly show up at Lisa's house, and Lisa's in the process of running away. Zach, Jesse, and Kelly, they try to talk Lisa out of it. Jesse and Kelly encourage Lisa to just tell her dad the truth. Everything will be fine. Just be honest. You're a good student. You're Lisa Turtle. And that's when we get a daydream sequence. Come in. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, Daddy. What did you want to talk to me about? Daddy, I don't know what to do. I've made a big mistake. Oh, I'm sure it's not that bad, princess. Tell your father. He knows best. <laughs> okay. Daddy, I've run up a $400 bill on your credit card. You what? I'm sorry. Who's the worst daughter of all? Lisa, Lisa, Lisa! <laughs> you are a father's worst nightmare. What's happened to me? I'm not daddy's little girl anymore. <laughs> 
Oh, that was great. Yeah, you would have. Terrible. You're the worst daughter ever. <laughs> I love the little daydream sequences. Just these little quirks that this show had was awesome. Anyway, Jesse and Kelly suggest that Lisa try to earn money back. And when Lisa points out that she's never earned money in her life, Zach rips open his shirt and he says that this sounds like a job for Zach Man. And under his shirt, he's wearing a t-shirt with a giant Z on it. A bunch of girls in the live studio audience go a little crazy. This was before they went totally nuts for Zach and uh, Slater. As uh, those of you who watched this show religiously like I did back in the day, as time went on, Zach and Slater would just enter the scene or a scene for the first time in an episode and the girls would go nuts. But then Slater would friggin' tear up Slater and his friggin' dimples. Anyway, after this, we got a commercial. Power Wheels Raider, Power Wheels High Rider, Power Wheels Classic Convertible, each sold separately. All battery powered with real motors. And it's open power motor, makes it go, go, go. Oh, oh, Power Wheels, oh, oh, Power Wheels, Power Wheels, Power Wheels, Power makes it go. Your parents assemble them easily, then off you go over the hills, around the trees. Oh, oh, Power Wheels, oh, oh, Power Wheels, Power Wheels, Power makes it go. Power Wheels Classic Convertible, Raider, and High Rider all run on rechargeable batteries, each sold separately. After the commercial, we're at Bayside. Bayside Buddy, CRNGrapies.com. I'm Nairby on Twitter and Instagram. And we see Zach. And he's got a plan. And it's underway. And what Zach has done is he's gotten... Well, we, well there's lots of stuff he's done. But he's, his first part is uh, they're in class. And they're just learning. Because that's what you do in class. And then all of a sudden... As Lisa's just sitting at her desk, just being taught, she is after all in the honor roll. We get a couple students walk up from behind and give her a kiss on the cheek, which freaks Lisa out. (laughs) Because apparently Zach sold kisses for a dollar. Boys can kiss Lisa for one dollar. So basically Zach pimped out Lisa without telling her about it. Literally whoring her out. All right. And this is as they're in biology and the teacher is teaching them about animals. And the boys are still redeeming redeeming their kisses with Lisa while the teacher is teaching. And then Mr. Belding announces that there's going to be an earthquake drill. And Screech then tries to redeem his kisses with Lisa. (laughs) We get a... And we get a cool little sequence with Lisa running around trying to avoid Screech like a whack-a-mole game. <laughs> Screech is trying to cash in his bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Obviously, this is not funny now. <laughs> hey, I'm of a different generation, people. If you, have, if you have a problem with this, you know, fine. Live in the now. I choose to live in the past. This was funny. Deal with it. <laughs> Anyway, we go. We then move on to Zach's next idea, and it's to sell Lisa's clothes. And he got Screech to wire up a system so that all of the lockers in one of the hallways at Bayside High will open automatically with the push of a button. And inside of these lockers are Lisa's clothes. And like a typical teenage girl, she's apparently got one outfit for every hour of the day. We start though. With Lisa's lingerie, which Zach says was worn by Lisa while dreaming of Screech. <laughs> and Screech instantly pops up and he offers his life savings, which is $2. <laughs> uh, 
and it's sold. <laughs> and Lisa freaks out and says, that's worth $20. But what you're going to do? Anyway, Zach then holds up a wig, which he says was from Lisa's Tina Turner phase. And off in, this, off in the background, we get a voice offering $4. And it's apparently a voice, a dude named Rocco. Zach tosses the wig to Rocco. Off, of, off screen, of course. Zach then has Lisa's cowboy boots. And we see you have a set of twins. And they they decide that they want to buy buy one. And then Zach sells one boot for $6 to one of the twins. And he asks, who wants the other boot? And the other twin pops in $4. <laughs> so each twin has a boot for a total of $10. <laughs> the sale continues to go on. When Mr. Belding shows up, but they see him beforehand and they give Zach a warning. He pushes his button and closes the locker doors. And the students just act like nothing's going on. They open the doors back up and Belding's gone. They close them again when Belding returns. Belding's a little uh, wondering what's going on. That's when Slater says to Belding, he, Slater has this little uh, feminine shirt. And he says to Mr. Belding, uh, what do you think of this shirt, Mr. Belding? Belding says, it's fine. Is that for your girlfriend? And Slater says, no, it's for me. I'm going to wear it to school next week. <laughs> and Belding has a little freak out. And he says, come with me, lunged lady or Slater. <sighs> and he takes Slater to his office in order for Zach to get the uh, to get the sale continuing. And we go to Mr. Belding's office where he's having a discussion with Slater. So you think moving from school to school has caused an identity crisis? I'm not sure who I am anymore, sir. All I know is that I'm a size six. I would have guessed a 12. I'm confused, sir. You know, maybe I'm just trying too hard to get girls to like me. Hey, now I can identify with that. This may come as a surprise to you, but when I was your age, I wasn't... Well, you know... The hunk I am now. <laughs> I can't believe this, sir. No, I thought you were Stud City. Everybody thinks that. No, I never had a date until I was in the army. Even she was with the enemy. Uh, tell me more. In high school, I was such a geek. I had to go to the prom with my own sister. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Let it out, big guy. Lean on me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Once again, you see that scene? You're not allowed to laugh at that scene today. <laughs> but, hey, I say if you can't, I say everybody should be able to make fun of everybody. If you have a problem with that, then go plant a tree, go on Twitter, and get involved in hashtag campaigns because my generation doesn't care. Well, at least people like me of my generation don't care. Don't know what's wrong with the rest of y'all. What happened to you people? Anyway, uh, we then go to uh, more selling going on out of uh, Kelly's, sorry, Lisa's clothing. It's time to sell Lisa, one of Lisa's bathing suits. And Kelly walks down the stairs modeling it. Zach freaks out. This Kelly's in a bathing suit. He starts to take bids. A bunch of mullets Flash dollars and Zach then sells it to himself for $12. <laughs> That's when Mr. Belding suddenly leaves the office and he discovers what's going on. And we get our first of many 
many, many, many. <laughs> What's going? What is going on here? From Mister Belding. Mister Belding. That was probably Belding's famous line from the whole Degrassi. Still, see, it's not Degrassi, clown. That was Mister Belding's famous line from what I remember for the most part. And it was, "What's going on here? What's going on here?" Constantly, at least once an episode, he must have said almost once an episode. Anyway, Zach says that every, it's all Lisa's stuff. And uh, Belding assumes that it's all being donated to the school charity drive. And Zach says, yeah, it is. It, that, yeah, exactly. Charity. Ah, then we get a commercial break. I've never seen those town puppies before. Are they new? Yeah, and they're so lonely. Let's rescue them. Town puppies each sold separately. You're so huggable. They're very playful. Good catch, Sparky. And for three fifty more, you can send for a name tag, stickers, and owner certificate. Now you're really one of the family. Pound puppy, you're my one and only puppy love. Two new puppies from the Pound Puppies collection, each sold separately from Tonga. After the commercial, Lisa's uh, on her next uh, try at making some cash. And she's now got a job at the Max. So she was the first of the gang to get a job at the Max. I think only it was only her and uh, Kelly who ended up uh, working at the Max. Kelly, much, much later in uh, future uh, episodes, gets a job at the Max. And, uh, uh, spoiler alert, some mullet comes between Kelly and Zach. Yeah, not cool at all. Anyway. <laughs> And Lisa's got a job as a waitress at the Max, and she's terrible at it. <laughs> she's spilling trays all over the all over the place. She's rude with the customers. They want her to take her order, and she asks, "We well, what? Can't someone just do it themselves?" <laughs> a table with a couple of nerds. They want their water so they can wash their retainer or something. They also wonder where their Ovaltine is. Another table with a mullet and a girl ask for their burgers, and Lisa's just failing all over the place. The gang are in a booth. The gang, you know who the gang, the usual gang. They're asking how Lisa, how everything's is. Lisa's saying it sucks. And they're asking, uh, they ask her how much she's made so far in tips, and Lisa says $3.10. And they ask Lisa, who gave you $3.10? And Lisa says, everybody did. <laughs> so, like, like what? <laughs> 10 cents a customer. <laughs> oh, and she says that that, well, that brings her total. Well, at the end, well, then after that, the gang, namely Slater, comes up with a plan in order to hurry things up because of the uh, customers are getting antsy. And the plan is that once Lisa delivers an order to the table, Slater immediately takes it off the table because you're done now. <laughs> and, and Lisa hands them their check. And then we get a quick little montage sped up in fast motion of Lisa giving people their food and instantly Slater taking it away. More food, take away, more food, take away, and finally it's over. <laughs> and that brings Lisa's total between the tips and the kisses and the clothes. Uh, she earned $37 in tips uh, at the max, so everything totaled with the kisses and the clothes, you know, being pimped out. Okay. Oh, it's a different time, everybody. Deal with it. Her total is $157. And it's obviously not enough. She then decides that she's going to tell her dad the truth. So, uh, Lisa goes. She's waiting in her room. Her dad knocks on her door. And uh, her dad's also wearing a Huxtable sweater. 
I'm not complaining about these Huxtable sweaters. And when I said earlier about Casey Kasem, not only was Casey Kasem wearing a Huxtable sweater, freaking Belding was wearing a Huxtable sweater. Like these fans, these just designer eyesores. I think they were awesome, man. I love these Huxtable sweaters. Anyway, Lisa's dad comes in with a Huxtable sweater. He's praising Lisa and how awesome she is. Lisa finally comes clean that she ran up the credit card. And her dad is basically fine with it and tells her, let's go to the Sizzler. (laughs) Come on, man. You got to punish these kids. Lisa begs her dad to punish her. But instead, he tells her to keep her job at the max until she earns enough money to pay him back. Zach and Jesse. Well, I guess Lisa's mom let them in. They show up in Lisa's bedroom. And they they give Lisa another $83 for the charity drive from the clothes. And Lisa says says that she cannot accept it. Because she just suddenly, she, she got a, she's an honor student, despite her terrible attitude at the max. <sighs> I mean, just because you have a terrible, piss-poor attitude at work doesn't mean you can't be a great student, okay? Sometimes you gotta be ruthless to get those good grades. Anyway, Lisa says that she wants to earn the money back herself. She wants to teach herself a lesson. <sighs> <sighs> and everybody's fine with it. Zach then turns to the camera gives us the moral of the story in his little monologue. He holds up a card, which is basically a credit card, but instead of Visa, it says Lisa on it. And Zach says, the Lisa card. Don't leave home with it. (laughs) And we get the credits. Another great episode. Love this show, man. (laughs) Oh, man, just that classic slapstick comedy, a lot of which is offensive today, but I don't care. I I really don't. Anyway, that was this episode of Bayside Buddies, CerealGrapeSeeds.com. I am Nairby on Twitter. I am Nairby on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Share this around because there's five seasons, two. Maybe I'll do three episodes a season every now and then or episodes a show every now and then. But, yeah, so this could go on. I mean, Degrassi Buddy was only, well, that was that was actually a total of five seasons. Degrassi Junior High was three seasons. Degrassi High was two seasons. So, yeah, maybe this will go uh, 50 episodes. You know, And we'll see. Join me next week for episode for, uh, episode for Bayside Buddy episode two, where we will be recapping and checking out and laughing at all the mullets in the gift and fatal distraction here on Bayside Buddy, your favorite Saved by the Bell podcast that you've ever listened to in the last five seconds. You can't tell me that's not true unless you've been listening to two at once, in which case you're special. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Have a lovely day. <sighs> Seriously, man. Zach is a total coat hanger. Have a lovely day again.